Welcome to Japan According to Akio. Everything you wanted to know or didn't think you needed to know about Japan. With me, your host, Akio, living in Japan since 2004 and giving you the lowdown on what it's like to live in and around Tokyo. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 75. Whoa, this is a professional podcast. Like, this is so dope. I had so much fun recording this one. Uh, I'll explain it. I got my new setup, I got equipment and, and microphones, and it's, it's, it's a new world, a completely new world, and YouTube popping off, and a lot of different stuff. Um, but I, I also have a festival I'm going to, which I talk about a bit. I talk about Kutu. Um, and I go, I went off, I just went off. I don't know, maybe it was the ma- microphone magic talking to me or something, but I just went off on following your dreams and, and you know, um, how the system, not letting the system break you. I mean, it sounds kind of weird, but <laughs> now that I'm thinking back, like the connection, I, I might have gone all over the place, but I think I've tried, I tried to come full circle. So just bear with me in the conversation. And by the end, I think you'll see why I chose the topic I chose and、um, how it kind of relates to living in Japan and、um, getting off on the right, not only in Japan, but I think life in general.、Uh, living in Japan, life in general,、uh, and following your dreams. <laughs> so, alright, l l y'all,、uh, you know what to do. Enjoy. Well, we're moving on up to the east side. Guess what? Oh my goodness. This is episode 75, and I'm so pumped for this episode. You won't even believe it. You know why? Because we just leveled up in this thing. I am coming to you live from my not so bootleg setup. It's amazing. So,、um, I got. I have my laptop, which is bye bye Nomo Lenovo, if you've been with me from day one. I have an official microphone, like, it's just crazy. Some, I don't know, output thing. I don't even know what the fuck it does, really. <laughs> I mean, I know it like, regulates my voice and all that stuff, but, you know, I got microphone feed and cables and real, real microphone in front of me and all this type of crazy shit. So it's crazy, man.、Um, I guess I'm officially like a real podcaster,、uh, kind of. Not really, but、uh, yeah, it's, I got some recommendations from a friend who, who's in、uh, the music industry. So I, you know, he, I was like, give me something cheap that gets the job done or affordable, I should say. And he hooked me up. So, hopefully, I'll listen to this after. My, my headphones haven't come from Amazon yet, so I don't even know how this shit sounds. I'm just going on phases. It took me like 10 minutes doing sound checks to make sure this shit's recording. I'm figuring out GarageBand as I go. I got another program I'm working on. I'm working, people. I'm trying. I'm trying. But, but hopefully,、uh, this audio does sound a lot better.、Uh, my voice, my, my voice ooh, sounds a lot better. But yeah, I, I just, you know. I think I'm, I'm committed to kind of raising the bar of the podcast and、uh, trying to get more content out, you know, taking、uh, just a, a, the spectrum of the shit that I'm doing. So I'm really trying to take it to the next level in 2019.、Uh, this is the content for foreign people. So I'm trying to take it there step by step.、Uh, before, yeah, I, I even get into, I got one, con- one, no, okay. See, I'm all excited. I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about. I, <laughs> Okay, take your time, Akil.、Um, a couple of things on the docket before I get into what we're going to get into.、Uh, 
today, just just a few hours ago, I went ahead and uploaded my first old school audio onto YouTube, which is uh, Akia Watson, just A-K-I-L-W-A-T-S-O-N. So I'm officially on YouTube. I'm trying to get that together, get that organized. I uh, just had to refresh everything, start from scratch. I gave it a go when I first started the podcast with disastrous results. <laughs> I fell on my face, people. Oh, by the way, I'm drinking some beer. Mm. I'll tell you why in a second. But, um, yeah, so I just wanted to you know, wipe the board clean, wipe the, wipe the slate clean, and just give it another go. So that's what I've kind of done. Uh, just going to start out really simple. Just, uh, you know, cut up pieces of content and maybe some of the full uh, old, full audios, episodes, I haven't decided yet, from way back from episode one. I'm actually getting a kick out of it, too. You know, that's why I really enjoy doing this, because it's kind of fun for me, too. Like, just going back and listening to the first episode, the first couple of episodes, and, you know, remembering where I was in life and where I was in my head and stuff like that, and hearing some stories that I haven't heard for like, you know, years, a year, a couple of years. So just bringing me back to the feeling that I felt when I first started this podcast. And so I'm really looking forward going through all of the episodes and kind of cutting it up and, and, and into, more, into more delectable niblets for all the other listeners, new listeners. Um, hopefully there's new listeners, more than like a couple of them, you know, to um, really come in and discover the podcast and uh, you know, hopefully that will motivate me to uh, ideally um, do some animation for it, some really light animation. The the animation software I use, very basic shit. Please don't expect any of the other shit you see on YouTube because it's really fucking basic shit. But, you know, I think that putting my spin, animated spin on, like, the events of my life, it might give another aspect to, to the content. But first, I'm just starting with the audio. So that's cool. Um, and I put up my video, and I got to give a shout-out to my man, Sub Negro. It sounds like, uh, you know, knock on wood, we just uh, went back and forth on a comment. Hopefully, you're on your way over to the big J-Town, well, country, but Japan. <laughs> Japan. Um, you know, good luck in your in your endeavors. I hope everything goes well. Mm. And that's what it's all about, people, man, you know, um, Having, I guess, being that bridge, having a bridge to help come over to Japan, it's, you know, it, it's a trip. It's a great, it's a beautiful thing to live over here and experience life over here. You know, whether you stay for a month, a year, or the rest of your life, it is a really beautiful place and a pleasant place to live. Um, so I think that and now the only thing I have to figure out is what the fuck these number means? What what these numbers mean? <laughs> I'm using GarageBand. I'm not even lying, and I never touched this pro. And it's in Japanese too. I haven't figured out how to change the language settings on it yet. Well, I haven't had time to. So um, I'm on GarageBand in Japanese, and I don't know what half of this shit does. I've just seen someone else, you know, my buddy use it, and so I'm just like, okay, kind of got a basic idea of how things work. And from some of the other uh, programs I've done before or used before, but I the ins and outs and all the like digital knoblets and, and and buttons to push and stuff. I'm I'm not touching shit. I'm just like recording something, and then I'll transfer that over to the um, more basic program that I know how to use, and then I'll just kind of like figure it out from there. But 
Yeah, uh, ideally. You should. Uh, I'm telling you, I was laughing. I was telling my mother-in-law, you should have seen me trying to like put together this equipment um, <laughs> last night when it, when, every, when everything arrived. And I was just, it's not that big. It's not a big setup and everything, but I was just like. Like a caveman, like mm, cable, fuck mm, something, shit. <laughs> you know, I was just like laughing at myself, trying and and uh, running around trying. No, it was two nights ago. Sorry, yesterday I was like running around trying to get like the stand set up and a little screw knob thing I was missing and stuff. But I got it. I got it pieced together. So, um, you know, I got a bootleg. My stand is bootleg as fuck. I'm happy no one can see this shit. Like, it's ridiculous. But, <laughs> but you know, as long as it gets the job done, my mic's legit. My thing going into my laptop's legit. So, and I have legitimate software, not no bootleg shit. So, I'm kind of feeling, feeling myself. <laughs> but, um, yeah, this thing has bars. It's counting bars. What? This shit counts bars. I'm dropping these bars. Okay, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm 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 like a kid with a new toy right now, so bear with me. All right, so let me you know. Let me tell you what's going on. So I, I think I told you before. Like I'm I'm going to a festival. I'm attending a festival tomorrow. Like it's like mid almost twelve thirty. I need to take my ass to sleep because tomorrow's gonna be a long day of. Um, Drinking, carrying an object, wearing funky pajamas, like running around all over the place. So um, this is really going to be short, uh, but um, you know, I at least wanted to kind of record something beforehand, and ideally, it, I'll be able to record something after. But if not, I'm sorry. I'll just try and like put this out. Um, but what? So and I was thinking, I, I'd knock on wood. Let me not even jinx myself by saying what what I would like to do with this audio, but. But anyway, um, the festival should be fun. I just got a message saying, like, the other, my foreign senpai, if you if you heard me talk about it, he might not be able to attend. So it might be my first year being, like, the only foreign dude doing this shit. But, I mean, I've been doing it for half a decade now. This is, I think, my fifth year going into this thing. So people know me. I know them. Mm. Now I definitely double have to represent because... I, you know, I am the, if he doesn't show up, I will be the only foreign person there. So I'll be representing for my wife's family and also for every non-Japanese person on the face of the earth. (laughs) So, nah, but I mean, really, but not really. I mean, not really, but really. So, but but it's cool. It comes with the territory here. It'll be, it'll be fine. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So um, that's that. Now let me get into. I just have one topic for you, which has popped up on the Japanese radar, uh, which is something interesting, which I'll expand on. It's the Kutu movement, and you'd be like, you might be like, Kutu? Don't you mean Me Too? That's where you're mistaken. <laughs> Kutu movement. So um, from what I've pieced together, I haven't really. Invested too. I'm not gonna lie. I'm sorry, women. I love y'all. I have not really invested too much effort into this story because um, life and just you know, I can kind of get a basic general idea about it. And I figured if you want to know a little bit more, I've seen on the news for a couple of days. So if you want to know a little bit more about it, you can kind of do a bit of digging. But all you have to do is type in Kutu K U T O O hashtag K U T O O and it'll pop up. Basically, what it is is um, uh, several days ago, I think an amendment or uh, um, 
protests by women was done here in Japan, and I think it says maybe in South China too. I'm wondering if it's in China as well, apparently, but um, it, so it might be just p- different parts of Asia, but I'll just focus on only on Japan. So basically what's going on, and, 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 and again, you can kind of research it. I'll give you an article. Wait, wait, hold on. I took a picture of an article uh, several days ago, which, see, now I can like actually use my phone while I drop these bars. <laughs> I'm having way too much fun. Um, oh, I got another story here. I just I just take pictures of stuff that I might be able to use. So, ah, uh, yes. So you can read uh, one article I found interesting is Labor Minister opposes banning female dress codes with high heels. Once again, Labor Minister opposes banning female dress codes with high heels, and that's for from Japan today. So the interesting event, a series of events that happened this week was this Kutu movement kind of hit the airwaves and, you know, women were kind of like, look, we should, you know, we shouldn't, we like high heels and everything, but we shouldn't be required, which I guess several companies require women to wear high heels. And, you know, there are stories about women's, like, feet hurting and bunions and, and some really pretty painful-looking pictures being shown of, of women's feet, you know, corns and blisters and stuff like that being shown, and they were kind of forced to wear um, high heels and I think one story about a woman who of course covered her face and she's is Japan so she's like it's like she's you know got kidnapped by the mafia or something but she's just complaining about wearing shoes so she was like in her company and she complained to her boss that her that she had really bad blisters on her feet and you know she just wanted to wear flats and so she just started wearing flats but like everyone in her office she was basically ostracized by her company for wearing flats and she's kind of like Dude, what the fuck, man? <laughs> you know, <laughs> in which I would be like that way too. Um, but, but so what ended up happening was, and you can kind of get a feeling for from the title of that article, is you know you would think that yeah, it, one first off you would think that something like hold on one second, one second. Um, the window is open, and I'm talking kind of loud. And it's past midnight. Hold on. Sorry about that. I just had to close this window right next to me. Um, yeah, so you might think that um, women, that one, it, it should be taken for granted that women would have the ability to wear, you know, reasonably speaking, whatever professional-looking shoes that they want to wear, but nah, that's not really the case here in Japan. So, um, hmm. So it's a big push for foreign women to be eight for not sorry for women to be able to wear comfortable shoes here. That's the whole thing about that. Like we should have the right to pick whichever footwear we want. That in and of itself might be a little bit surprising to you, but again, remember Japan is a very conservative society, um, and women's rights are not really stood up for it. For me personally, I think women, I've de- developed countries in the world that I can think of off the top of my head. Um, women have it pretty tough here. You know, um, I've heard and I've been to China. I've heard that the status of Chinese women in generally is a lot higher there. Excuse me. Um, just generally speaking. I mean, even though there's still, still a lot of inequalities, but, um, especially financial and things like that, but um, the, the general standing and the pride that women take in speaking up and saying what they want, I think is, is a lot more in Japan from what I've heard from Chinese women in China. I have to take their word for it. But in Japan, it's very much, 
women are really have to take a back seat in on a lot of different issues. And with this movement, what has yeah, what has for me the first thing that came to mind is like, why is this? It's twenty nineteen. Why is this a thing? But it just really shows, like you know, I was telling my mother in law, like you know, um, equal equal. What is this? What was that thing? Equal pay for something. You know, basically equal pay for women is you know who do the same job is an issue in a lot of developed countries in the West. But women being able to wear flats is like the issue here. That kind of shows the gap in you know gender equality or inequality. Um, here, another thing that happened, which was crazy to me, which is made, which turned up the volume of Japanese craziness even more, was that the minute if you read that article, I skimmed that article. What happened was like after you know the it's been a story on the news for several days and it's starting to build and starting to build. The Ministry of Labor, the Minister of Labor, came out and basically was like. Fuck that! Y'all need to be wearing those heels, <laughs> getting those heels. And I was like, "What?" Like, <laughs> like, I really thought like when they were saying the Ministry of Labor would came out and he might say, "Yeah, you're kind of right. We need to find some compromise." But that's kind of what happens in Japan. Like being loud, you know, the nail that sticks out is hammered down. This is this was the hammer coming down with him, basically. Policy flows top down here. So if the ministry of a government official or the prime minister, someone would have come out and be like, yeah, it is time. We need a change. Companies will fall in line. But I'm sure there was probably some grumblings from larger companies behind the scene after a few days. Like, yo, we kind of really don't want this. We just want these women to kind of stay in their place. We've already got so much, so many women you know, trying to be independent and want to be managers and shit. Like, this is too much too fast. So the Ministry of Labor came out and was like, nah, fuck that. And basically put a kibosh on the whole fucking thing. Like, after the Ministry Minister of Labor said that, like, I haven't seen that story in the news at all. Like, and that's kind of how Japan really works. Like, you know, it's kind of fucked up like that, really. Like, you know, that... um you would think like social change and sweeping social change like is really grassroots kind of thing. But generally speaking, like, you know, this issue probably I would imagine will probably get revisited sometime in the future. But generally speaking, like that's just not how things flow here. And it's really fucked up to see something, something that for you and I is so basic and should, something that should not even be debated you know, is a huge issue, and so and a huge issue that can be basically completely crushed by government officials who one are not women, two are completely insensitive and detached from everyday life, and just three just you know completely ass backwards and and put their foot in their mouth and just like not generally nice people in from my point of view to begin with, but. You know, it also shows the connection, the control that the government has over media here, where, I mean, it really does. Like, government really controls media. I mean, not to the point of, like, North Korea or something like that, but you would think for, like, the number, well, now number three economy in the world, um, you know, a a country that's really at the forefront of global politics, global economics, technology, you know, culture, pop culture, and things like that, you would really think that this type of society... um, is one that would embrace change, especially, you know, 
um, with the Olympics coming and things like that. But that's kind of a case where J- Japan kind of talks, you know, out of both sides of its mouth. Like it, it, it really does. And I don't, I'm not sharing this article to really get you all worked up and be like, man, fuck that shit and all that thing. I'm really not doing that. I just wanted to use it as a test case to really show you how, like how Japan is a land of hypocrisy sometimes. Um, and you kind of, that's a part of living here. Things that to you might be like, what the fuck are really a part of everyday life. And, Getting yourself into a tizzy about it isn't really, you know, going to do you any good, to be honest with you. Because there's these type of issues. I'm and I'm not saying like simply just like swallow it and eat it and be like, hey, whatever. Um, because you know, I'm. Uh, but I think for me, for me, I have to be very careful how I phrase this. But I would just say for me. Um, this is a case where, like, if I, for example, if I were, my frame of mind, I'll put, let me put it in, in my frame of mind, which is something I had to learn over my time in Japan, like, beating my head against the wall in Japan, trying to initiate change or trying to do something, for example, if I were a woman wanting to wear high heels or things like that, I kind of realized that this is kind of the the quote-unquote wall of pillows. This is the wall, the system, the way it is. And the system doesn't want to change unless it's forced to change. So I could either be pounding against this fucking wall and getting nowhere or basically pounding myself against this wall until until, until I'm blue in the face or I can just go around the wall and, and find my own path in my own direction. And I've met people in Japan who do that exact same thing. But, you know, going into the system in Japan, you're going to kind of conform into the system. And I'm not saying that, um, especially to you, Sub-Negro, if you're listening to this, I'm not talking about you, you know, uh, uh, coming to Japan, things like that. I'm talking about people who dis- desire and aspire to live that corporate life to kind of form, fall, who want to fall into the Japanese mainstream um, that's kind of what is waiting for you. So to whatever degree, my what I've found and discovered in the past few, few years or about half decade in my life, is, which is something I would encourage you to do, which is what's coming. Uh, don't worry, I'm coming around. It's coming full circle. Just give it a second. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, what I would encourage you to do if you are living in Japan, if you are thinking about coming to Japan or whatever, is to blaze your own trail. And I don't mean that in, like, say, fuck the system and go, like, do something crazy. I'm not talking about that. I mean, you can have your 9 to 5. You can have your regular job. But don't let that define who you are and define your experience in Japan because the system is only going to, especially here, is only going to give you what it wants to give you. You know, uh, I would say a woman who's, like, Man, fuck! I I do. I want to wear flats. Run your own fucking company and wear whatever the fuck you want. I meet several women who you know who come to lessons and things like that, who have their own businesses, who are bosses, and who do. I'm thinking one person in particular who's just like has a fire under her. Who's like, I'm just doing this shit, and nobody can stand in my way. And those are the people who you know I'd like to I'd like to see people like that increase a lot more in, into Japan because the thing another you know interesting dynamic in Japan is once the atmosphere or the tide shifts in a certain direction even if 
for example, like let's say the government crushed this little not little, but this Kutu movement, and for for the time being is what it seems like. But if the mood or atmosphere of the people has says we've had enough, not overtly, but just in their general attitudes, the government or society has to fold onto that because Japan is a group culture. So if you think about it, if the rumble gets big enough, then it has to change. But you know, with shit like this, they just kind of stamped it out before it got too big. You know, is how I feel like behind the scenes, it was kind of decided to kind of stamp it out before it got too big because it would be kind of troublesome for a lot of important people or important organizations. But if you're going against the grain and you're doing what you want to do and you're winning at your own game, nobody can't really tell you shit because you you plan your own game and. That doesn't necessarily mean like again. It's not something you can do um, at the drop of a hat. It's not, dude. I'm just work, come on now. I've been working on this shit for like the past four fucking five years of my life. Like so, um, I'm not trying to just like dilly dally and say like, oh yeah, just do it and follow your dreams or some shit like that. Like, I mean, follow your dreams, but not like follow your dreams. You know, kind of shit. Like, really, um, make a concerted effort to find what you want to do. And go beyond working your nine to five here. Go beyond just like hanging out with your friends. Yeah, go sightseeing, enjoy your life here, do all that stuff. But also at the same time, build something, create something, do something. You know, um, I kind of, one of my models, which I tell a lot of new people coming here, is use your time in in Japan or your time in Japan is going to use you. Like, no joke. Like, that's the truth. And it took me a while to realize that, but um, I think thinking, having that frame of mind from the start and really coming in to try to figure out, even trial by, by trial and error, even is totally fine too, but figuring out where you are, where you want to go and what you want to do is something that no one can take away from you because no one will be able to tell you you have to wear some fucking high heels. No, you know, you can get to the point, maybe you might have to wear them, motherfuckers. Like, I'm. I'm wearing some figurative high heels, you know, for a, right now, but, you know, right when I hop on this fucking mic, I'm taking them bitches off and throwing them out the window. You know, when I'm doing my fucking courses, when I'm doing my fucking shit, like, I'm throwing, chucking the motherfuckers out the window. And I've been blessed enough to see people who have been wildly successful here in Japan doing it their own way. And I believe in the future, that's going to become a trend that's going to be more and more prevalent. And, and so not only in Japan, like wherever you are, like, you know, I'm just on positive vibe shit right now, okay? I'm going to carry a portable shrine. Look at me. I'm going to carry a portable shrine tomorrow. Like, I don't know. I'm doing what the fuck I want to do. So <laughs> all right, so so that's about it from me uh, from tonight. Um, it's been fun. I feel empowered by this microphone in front of me now like I'm not even going front this shit's like magical I'm like because uh, <laughs> you know I actually can feel myself like doing something at a, at a higher level than I've done before and if you've been here from day one you you know you've seen some of the bootleg videos you know you've heard me talk about it before I'm really happy to see the beginning of this next phase of the podcast of the content I'm putting out of my life in general, just a lot of shit, man. A lot of shit's changing. I'm not gonna talk about it too much. I just, I'm not gonna talk about it. I'm just gonna be about it and just try my best to do it. Sorry, my Instagram's still some shit. <laughs> I'm not gonna front, but um, 
baby steps, right? Uh, I, I just need the time freedom. That's all. That's I'm not gonna lie. That's all it is. It's just time freedom. But um, no excuses. But hey, we're we're working on it. We're a work in progress, and I ain't going nowhere. So if you're not going anywhere, I'm not going anywhere. So well, I'm about to go somewhere now because I gotta take my ass to bed. But you know, wish me luck tomorrow. Um, well, this will come out after the festival. But wish me luck, and until we. Until you hear from me again, you know, I'll let you know how it goes. I'll probably have some funny, wacky stories from the next time we talk. All right, y'all. Thanks. Peace.